Hey guys, welcome to Help Makes, where you help me release my thoughts and opinions, and I help you with whatever my thoughts and opinions can help you with. So today it is season two, episode two, and I wanted to talk about how to get through high school. So I'm a senior right now, and I'm recording this on May five, sorry, May ten, and I think I believe this is coming out May twelve, if not May thirteen. Either way, I'm about to finish high school because the last day is on May twelve. Graduation is like May twenty eighth, but my last high school class or date would basically be May 12th. So I, I basically finished high school in by the time you're listening to this, I guess. Anyway, that's besides the point. So I'm just trying to say that I think I have the experience to talk about how to get through high school based on what I've observed, what I've felt throughout these um, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 6 years. So, first off, my first advice, and I think this is my most important advice, it is to plan out your journey. I realized this when I was applying for college applications, how important it was and how much better my application would be if I planned out my journey. If I planned out what I would do for those 6 years, what activities I would join, what competitions I would join, what teams I would try out for. My college application could have been stronger. Like I could have joined more teams. I could have joined this team that I joined in grade nine back in maybe grade eight. I could have I could have joined a story story. I could have joined a competition that I joined in like say grade 10 back in grade 7 and then I could have carried it out all through those 6 years and that just would have made my application better but it's okay you don't always have to be perfect but also with that when you choose the activities that you join the teams that you try out for you like keep your opportunities open like don't lock yourself into things not unless you're ready to commit to that like for the rest of your life or for until college you always have to have a fallback. Like for say you're like really into debates, so you join the debate team, you do debate um, competitions or whatever the debate people do. You have to have a fallback. Like what are you gonna do? Are you going to are you good enough for like to excel in academics? Are you gonna do violin, piano? Are you gonna be an athlete, badminton? I don't know. Um. So just a before I get into the next advice advices that I have you may be naive you may be thinking like oh this is typical like don't give in to peer pressure surround yourself with good people get good sleep learn from your mistakes this is so typical I, I shouldn't listen to this episode you you have to listen to these warnings to this advice and you have to take them to heart I was naive if you are about to enter high school or you're grade 7, 8, or 9, I was thinking the same way you are right now. I was naive. My parents would tell me, surround yourself with good people. Make sure that they are high quality, that they support you, that, they tr- that you trust them. Make sure that you don't give in to peer pressure. Make sure you get your 8, 7 to 9 hours sleep. And I was naive. I was like, yeah, 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 I know that. I'll do it. When I get there, I, I will... I don't need to build the habit like 
I'll be good when it when the time comes. I was so naive. I don't even know if naive is the right term, but like I was naive, if that's the right term. And I just eventually learned from experience, which brought some mistakes, which brought some obstacles, which brought some negative experiences, but I learned from them. So if you won't heed my warning and advices now, and I think my fellow batchmates and the people who are done with high school would agree with most of what I say here, I guess. I mean, I have so much more to learn about peer pressure and sleep and everything in life through college, but... Most people will agree that you have to heed my warnings and advices that I'm saying here right now. Anyway, my next key point would be to get social. You will have, and this is what I learned, you will have different friend groups. Maybe not each year, maybe every two years, maybe every month. I don't know what is up with your life, but you will have different friend groups. The thing is, you should never burn your bridges. Not unless, and this is just my own opinion... This is why it's important to build up your beliefs, values, and morals, and what you ground yourself on. But not unless it's something that they do that you cannot tolerate, then I guess just cut off that person. So again, surround yourself with good people. I cannot stress this enough. You have to surround yourself with good people because this significantly uh, changes whether you're going to achieve success or failure. And surrounding yourself with good people just gives you the motivation, the right mindset, the right uh, support, the vibe. I'm 17 years old. I can't speak professionally, but the vibe, you know. Uh, yeah, surrounding yourself with your people just really increases what you can do with your potential. Next is say no to peer, pr- peer pressure. Like, don't give in to peer pressure. I am telling you from experience. Everything is from experience. But, like, I had trouble with this. And I'm sure a lot of my friends, and I've seen a lot of my friends give in to peer pressure. And they only, like, stop from that activity. Or they only realize that they're doing that activity. Like, they only started doing that activity for themselves. When they've been through it for, like, months. But in the first few months, they only gave in because they were peer pressured like everyone's doing it go do it i'm telling you don't do it if you don't feel like doing it do it on your own basis on your own time or when you feel like it's right anyway next another thing is and this is just my suggestion again these are all suggestions i feel like you should constrict your circle towards the end like say grade 10 11 12 my close friend circle really decreased like from let's say like 20 went from 10 now it's only five with like let's say this one person that's really special to me that i um just uh what's the word like open up to so yeah i think you have to constrict your circle to people who are loyal who you trust who like they trust you as well who you can communicate with full honesty and the thing is my five people or okay let my six people wait sorry my six people they like some of them i have had problems with 
in terms of loyalty. I've had problems with them in terms of trust. I have had problems with them in terms of honesty. And then you guys might be thinking like, so why are you telling us to find friends who are loyal, honest, and that you trust? Yet you had you have had problems regarding loyalty, trust, and honesty with your own closest friends. Here's my thing. And this is why I don't like cancel culture. You have to allow people to grow. I was a very shitty. Like I was a annoying person in grade seven and eight. I was so cringe. Yet I believe and I can confidently say that I've changed and I have become a better person, a more mature person, a more likable person. And the same thing will happen to your friends. Hopefully all, maybe not all, but hopefully all will mature, will be better. So you have to allow them, give them the chance to change and go through those ups and downs with that person. Your best friend, your best friends, sorry, it can be many people. Some of your best friends may be people that you have had many conflicts with, but what makes them, what makes you guys best friends is that you are able to get through those conflicts in a healthy manner, wherein you don't just push aside push aside the, the problem, you talk about it, you communicate it, and you learn to have full honesty, trust, and loyalty. The important thing is, in your present day, current situation, you have the loyalty, you have the trust, and you have the communication and honesty right there in your relationship. So, yeah, that's all for, like, social life, I think, from my notes. Uh, Next is, you need to get sleep, like, seven to nine hours of sleep. And I, um, I did not really believe this before. Before I got into like really believing in like research and all that and doing your own research, but based on experience, when I would, I would also, of course, pull all nighters or sleep very late for exams or, or say mm, homework or for love life and all that. But when I started, especially during this quarantine, I started to sleep 79, 79, 7 hours each night. My energy changed, my productivity changed, just my overall vibe changed. It was more, like, I would wake up and I'd feel energized. I, I wouldn't wake up with a headache. I wouldn't wake up tired. I would wake up and be like, new day, let's, like, like, let's effing do this. So, next point is, you have to learn from your mistakes. You will make many mistakes, and I have yet to make many mistakes, and I'm just, and I'm already a senior. So, if you're, like, about to enter high school, if you're grade 7 and 8 or 9 or 10 or whatever grade, you will make many mistakes, and you have to learn from them. You have to analyze your previous problems, and you have to realize and accept that you will be cringe. If you're grade 8, your grade 7 self is cringe. If you're grade 10, your grade 7, 8, 9 talent. Uh, grade seven, eight, nine, self was cringe, and I think, in my opinion, that's a good thing because if you find your old self cringe, then that means you're evolving. But it doesn't always mean that if you don't find your old self cringe, that you are not evolving. 
okay? Sometimes maybe you've just been a really good person for like the whole of your high school. Well, congrats to you. You were, if not close to being a perfect human being. But anyway, you have to learn from yourself and from the things that you analyze or like observe from your previous self, you have to adjust your habits, adjust your behavior. Do not have an ego. Everyone has an ego, but do not be boastful or in Tagalog, yabang. Uh, and I learned this from my one of my closest friends, one of my most trusted friends, Jersey Javier. Uh, you have to be, like, you have to work on uniting these three people. The person you are today, the person you aim to be, and the, per- the person people see you as, you have to try to bring them as close to each other as possible. I don't know if I said that the right way, but yes. So it's like it's something like ideal self present self and then perceived self i think i think uh just do your your research next key point is you have to find your passion try out different things what fields you enjoy and in those in that like trial and error process you have to be realistic as well because you can't spend your all your years in high school trying out those different things when you you don't excel in them so in those early years if you don't excel in something but you really enjoy it develop it in those early years because you want in those in grade 9 10 11 12 you want to be excelling in things that you enjoy so that you have a strong application basically so i would say that grades 7 and 8 are probably your experimental years years to get used to high school years to find out the things that you want to do and you want to build on for college and for the future uh huh where was i okay next you have to build a study habit uh this is very important for college and i don't know this yet but i have been told that it's very important for college and i've been told by my parents that it's very important for college and for the future building a study habit helps you lessen your study time but it increases the quality of content that you like absorb the quality of your study and when you lessen your study time then it helps you balance your fun and your acads you have time for fun you have time with acads and when in that time for acads you are able to make uh you were able to be productive basically next key point uh and i just said this in the last bullet point but balance your social life and activities you cannot just focus on your activities like just don't you know we won't you need to enjoy balance your social life you can't just be partying all the time you can't just be hanging out with your friends all the time like be aware of your academics uh huh next is be thankful for your teachers and there will be terror teachers you have to deal with them but I understand if you complain about them because, you know, emotions. But you have to find teachers that you can build relationships with. Because when you build good relationships with those teachers, they will help you with life advice. Like, I can name three teachers from my high school that I have built very good relationships with. And those three teachers have given me advice that I will literally bring for the rest of my life and you want that kind of relationship you want a teacher that you can have a 
relationship wherein you still respect them as a teacher, yet you talk about you like you have some sort of intagalokwentuhan or you you share stories with each other. They give you advice on how their college was, how their life was, and then it helps you in return. And aside from that, and this is an additional thing. It can also help with your recommendation letters for college because it's more personalized. And notice, I said that this is an additional thing. You shouldn't be building relationships with your teachers to use them for recommendation letters. You should build relationships with your teachers because you are actually thankful for what they have done for you, what they resemble in your high school life. So, yeah. Next is do not conform to standards. High school is full of gossip. Whether it is shown, like in movies, it's shown that gossip is such a big thing. In real life, it is filled with freaking gossip. Until now, I am filled with gossip. My friends are filled with gossip. My batch is filled with gossip. People will talk about everyone and you. And they will set you to a standard. They will set you to a description. This description can be positive or negative. If you feel it doesn't fit you, then change it. Prove them wrong. I had a previous episode about not giving an F about what people say. Check that out. Because if if it doesn't fit you, then you just let it slide. If it does fit you, and it's a negative description, then you work on it, you know? Next. Uh, so I said earlier that you try out different things. But you have to be careful because you don't have to do everything. Because if you do everything, you like try everything 24-7, just always working, you could get a burnout. More often than not, you're going to get a burnout. And again, I used to be naive as well. And you guys could be naive if I don't know who you are, who's listening to this, but you could be naive. Uh, I used to say that, oh, I'm never going to get a burnout. I don't get burnouts. I just keep working. There will be burnouts. Burnouts are a real thing. I can say it myself. But again, if you don't heed my warnings now and advice now, then I guess you'll just learn by by experience. With the burnout, talking about burnouts, mental health is so important. Mental health is something I learned in quarantine that is so important to take care of. Once I made, I like proactively seeked out to find clarity of mind, peace of mind, I had a more positive energy. I attracted better things for me. It's it's just something with not having negative thoughts all the time in your head that makes life better. You know? So that mental health is really, really a big thing. Uh second to the last thing is you have to be slightly advanced, like try to be slightly advanced because your badge will all apply at the same time and colleges aren't going to accept everyone so being slightly advanced just gives you the the edge basically to be accepted or not so love life is the last key point before i say my anecdotes but love life is a tricky thing because i haven't mastered it i'm currently in the healing phase right now but okay let's just go so my advice for love life would be just go with the flow because it will come to you and when i say it will come to you i don't mean 
ten kids, ten girls, ten boys are gonna come at you and say, "Hey, I like you." I'm saying it comes through the natural situations, processes, activities in your life. There will be a right time for you to approach a person. There will be a right time for you to date. A right time for you to flirt. Do not force things to happen. Things will happen as you go. You'll just feel it. It's it's love. You will feel it in your heart. And this is my this is my um, experience and opinion. But the, your first exact relationship, quote unquote relationship, the first person you date, the first person you say I love you to, the first person you kiss, may not be your actual first love. Because I've said I love you to a person. I've had a relationship with a person. I've dated people or had like mutual understandings. But I did not love those people until there was this one person who I consider as my first love. And when you find your first love and then you get heartbroken. Well, lucky for you if it goes for the rest of your life. But when you get heartbroken... At least you know what it's really like to love someone, and it's it, it serves some sort of basis. And I think just all heartbreaks, just just learn from them, and look at what you could have done better, what they could have done better, and then you know what to expect of your partner. You know what to do for yourself in your next relationship, I guess. And then yeah, just again go with the flow. So yeah, now I'm gonna go into my anecdotes. I'm just gonna go through the years of my high school life. It's just a reflection. I guess this is for me like getting ready to graduate as well. So yeah, grade seven I entered, and I was a kid. I was in Tagalog nene, and I was so annoying. I was obnoxious, and I can say that from grade seven to eight, nine, I was very obnoxious. And there are a lot of things I did that was so obnoxious, but I won't share it anymore. I had my first quote-unquote relationship in grade seven. I, I respect that person so much, and we're friends now. But I think we can both agree that that wasn't love. I think we can both agree. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, grade seven was more of like, finding myself in the high school world i was really into k-pop i found that i excelled in math and science at least so i got into research in grade seven eight and nine i think so that was great i found some activities and then in grade eight or nine i think i got into national team for taekwondo which i also could have done in grade seven but it's okay grade eight and nine i got into or grade or 9 and 10, uh, something like that. Between those grades, got into the national team for Taekwondo, so that was great. Uh, I competed in Taekwondo really big. That is where I developed my skills in Taekwondo, my resume in Taekwondo. In grade 8, I was also healing from my quote-unquote relationship from grade 7, because of course I still feel things. Grade 9, uh, I really developed my social life. Like I was really going out with friends, talking out, talking out, talking to my friends, developing relationships. Not just romantic relationships, but you know, like friend relationships, barcadas in Filipino groups. Uh, and then in grade ten, that is where I least expected 
to have a love life i did didn't really look for anything but it it somehow like it came to me but in a way i also seeked it out again it's just like going with the flow so like grade 10 was when i met what i deemed to be my first love uh so there i was already developing again my taekwondo math and science i was i think i got i think i'm not sure either grade 10 or grade 11 i got into the national team for for math like i competed international for math so i was good i i built up my resume there and then grade 11 the it, it was never official but the love life that i had in grade 10 carried on to grade 11 after a few obstacles in grade 10 carried on to grade 11 and then what was i gonna say oh and then i had this great opportunity to like have this two-week pre-collegiate program at stanford so that was a big thing as well for my college application so that was great uh and then grade 11 i really built my study habits as well so i had time to socialize i also got a bit rebellious in grade 11 so i made some mistakes regarding those rebellions and i learned from them of course and then in grade 12 well the love life from grade 10 to 11 ended and then now i'm still in the healing phase but uh, now i'm better at the first part i really was like struggling but yeah again you learn from it and then in grade 12 again my study habits just really increased like i got more productive i would strive to finish my work in the morning i would do the seven to nine hours sleep although my social life kind of suffered because i don't talk to my friends as often but then, of course, it's because some of my closest friends are low-maintenance friendships. And then everyone is focusing on the college applications and stuff. So, yeah, that's a brief run-through, I guess, of 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I guess grade 7 and 8 were my exploratory years again. And then grade 9 and 10, I increased my resume for Taekwondo. And then grade... 11 grade 10 to 11 as well i increased my resume for math and science and also got more mature got through the love life got through all the obstacles really the heart of high school was grade 10 and 11 and then grade 12 was a whole like reflection episode about everything so yeah the only thing i can finish this off with is enjoy your time in high school because you are being slightly cradled you have your parents there uh maybe not all because i know students who don't but you have your parents there you have your friends there you're all in the same school uh obviously you're all in the same classes i mean you are together for how many hours a day and yeah it's you just have a concrete schedule that you just have to follow that's the thing you just have to follow it when you get to college and i haven't witnessed i haven't experienced this yet but when you get to college you have to create your own schedule you have to manage your own time so enjoy your time in high school and take advantage of all the opportunities but don't be too greedy 
you have to let some opportunities pass. Know what to sacrifice, know what not to sacrifice, and know your priorities. I don't know, just plan things out. That's all I can say. Anyway, that is a rough sketch of how to get through high school. Thanks, guys. Thank you.